<laughs> we haven't even started drinking yet today. <laughs> oh, God. Scrutiny with Sherry and Andy. I'm Sherry Hardman. This is my good friend Andy Vargo. How are you today? I'm good. I uh, have I had a, a full day with uh, lots of walking, and I'm my legs are tired, so I've been kind of just relaxing a little bit before I go on to the second half of the day. Were you running errands or hiking with Laura? I actually, I went with my friend Kirsten and we walked Rustin Way this morning. Oh. And we did like the full length. So I don't know if it's like three miles down and three miles back or just, you know, just walking and she's walking her dog and visiting, have a great chat. And it's been a while since we caught up and had the heart to heart time, you know, so that was good. Right. Yeah. And I got home and I was kind of resetting uh, after doing that. Excuse me. Stop. Sorry. Oh, there you go. I'm just testing to see if you are a psychopath or not. So I got home and like a half an hour after I got home, I got a, a text from another old friend who I haven't seen in a couple of, well, at least over a year. And he said, hey, I'm going to go walk chambers. Do you want to join me? And I'm just like, I want to see you. I do want to do that. But I don't know if I want to walk another three miles or whatever it is to go around chambers. So then I went and did that. And so now I will be not walking oh. tomorrow. <laughs> but oh, anyway. So then I was just kind of chilling, and that's a boring story just to say that I haven't been completely lazy today, but I didn't get some other things done. Well, you got your steps in, for sure. I did. I'm really excited, though, because uh, we have something really exciting coming up. We got a busy weekend. We do. We got a, a couple shows in a row. Yeah. Coming Sunday, we are doing after the Super Bowl. We are doing uh, Love Them or Leave Them at Nate Jackson's Super Funny Comedy Club at 8 o'clock. The nice thing about that, like here, let's be honest. When Nate and I planned this date, we were mm -hmm. looking for proximity to Valentine's Day. And, right. And even though you and I had been totally careful about booking shows at the Odd Otter, not on football nights right somehow this escaped both nate and i that this was the super bowl yeah otherwise we probably, we probably would not have planned the show for that particular day it's a tough night for a show although there are a lot of people who aren't into football there there isn't a seattle team playing this year and it's also late enough so you you yeah, know you're not going to miss the game for sure and then yeah. i noticed there are a lot of women on the guest list you know the tickets mm -hmm. So uh, it'll be a probably a women-heavy show, which means straight men, hello, there's going to be women there. Um, yeah. But secondly, it's going to be fine. It, it's going to be fine. It doesn't matter, uh, you know, how many men or women are there. Plus, they are doing Super Bowl viewing at uh, Nate Jackson's Comedy Club. Oh, yeah. So you can go to Super Funny and watch the game and then just stay there and watch the show. So... We have a good lineup. We have, there's you and me and Greg Beachler, Alyssa Yeoman, and um, 
hijinks is up for yeah Florida. that's gonna be a fun show i'm looking forward to that that's um that's my first time to do a real show at nate's so uh, it is you know, know. i'm excited for that a couple times yeah it's i'm excited for that it's a good room and it's a beautiful room and if you haven't been there i'm just gonna wax poetic about it no it's a state-of-the-art comedy club it is one of only five black-owned comedy clubs in the united states and it is the largest one by five seats wow it has the only wheelchair accessible stage for miles like i don't mm -hmm. know where the you know like there are no around here uh comedy clubs that have accessible stage seattle does uh laughs there's accessible but you know the, the it's really hard to find so the fact that he put the love and care into it it's beautiful it's physically beautiful mm -hmm. um, it's just a nice club it's got a nice interesting stage and so yeah i'm excited i'm, I'm excited also that some of my friends um are coming that have never been there so i'm yeah. excited just to see them appreciate the new club so mm -hmm. yeah that's then monday night monday night roast your ex show yeah and that's a fun one I, you know we did that one last year i know you've done it several years last mm -hmm. year i got to be on it when it was zoom we did and it so was zoom. Excited yeah. to do it in person yeah so uh we have a all except for us it's an all portland cast that's coming up mm -hmm. um lance edwards is gonna headline it and uh he's hilarious so uh i'm gonna tell us i'm gonna tell a story so okay i used to run um a room i i inherited it from another guy that was uh martel hall was running a room down in lakewood and then he kind of burned out on it or something and so i took over and it was at that room that it was like Bo blast hijinks lance edward and a guy another guy named cedric they used to come down there like they'd come all the way up maybe not just for that open mic but whenever they were in town they would do that open mic and that's where i got to know them and okay. I, was, I was really still pretty much a baby comic then and i remember hijinks saying to me you're funny i'd like you to come down and uh do a, a contest that i have for women mm. and that was the first time somebody above me had looked at me and said you're funny so okay, i always nice. you know i always uh give him props for that because um i don't know comedians aren't usually that nice to each other that's just well like, you need to hear that when you're starting out it's it's so re nice to hear that from people that are ahead of you in the ranks you know it's, mm -hmm. it's reassuring mm -hmm. makes you feel good and uh i think a lot of times for good intentional lot of people are trying to help people by saying oh you could improve this or you could do that and uh we don't realize sometimes you'll just need to hear hey you're doing a great job right right and i saw that i noticed that in myself this week with someone i was talking to i thought you know i've never given this person a real compliment so i made sure to do that so nice um, that's good because you know me like i'm not gonna say good set if if i don't think you're funny or if i don't think right. it was a good set some people will do that out of politeness i don't but I don't need to err on the other side of caution. I can, I can give a compliment when it's merited. So right. anyway, we got those two shows. That's great. I'm super excited. They're both going to be fun shows. 
Um, I think Otto Otter is going to be pretty uh, full. I think so too. And I think um, I, you know, I put out a thing today saying comedians are welcome to come, but definitely, I don't want to say real customers, but paying customers and odd otters, regular customers have precedence for the seating there. Well, and so. that's kind of standard for comedians going to shows for free is that you kind of hang in the back and are respectful and, you know, let the people stay who, out of the way. Yeah. 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 Um, but it is good when, when people can go to shows because it is, uh, you know, it's nice to be able to support your friends and not have to pay to get into all the shows for one thing, because that adds up. And it's it's a good learning experience from both how to put on a good show to learning just your own comedy. So it's and seeing people that you know, might not normally get to see on a on a show. So that's cool. So we yeah. got those. But then you know, like I've got uh, I got a show Thursday night with Quentin Jones in Seattle with Bo Blast okay. and Charles Hall Jr. And um, that one's going to be great. And then Saturday, I have the dope show in Tacoma. And Sunday, I have the dope show in Spokane. So you're going to be on a roll. So luckily this week, I've had nothing. So I've just really like tried to go to bed early and just like. Yeah, kind of rest up and get ready. Drink a lot of water. Yeah. Next week, the only other thing I'm doing, uh, not a show, but I'm doing the open mic at TCC on Wednesday. Are you? uh, yeah, I'm excited. It's been a bit since I've been in there for the open mic because I've usually been tied up on Wednesday nights. And so I need to, I'm looking forward to that. Tied up, yeah. I yeah, saw. Yeah, who's been tying you up on Wednesdays? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, yes. So so that'll it'll be good to get back in there. And then I have, uh, I signed up for both Nate's and for Tacoma Comedy Club this this month. Uh, just trying to kind of get back out, test some new jokes. I got some stuff I've been working on. I've been testing at smaller open mics, but I'm looking forward to doing it in the, mm-hmm. the club rooms. So. Right. Well, good. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to spending some time with you. And I think you said you bought some new clothes. I'm still trying to decide what am I going to wear. Yeah, I've got three new shirts and I'm I may wear the same one both shows because i think i like it the best i might wear one one day and one the next day uh i did wear one of the new shirts last night and this morning in my tiktok video Uh, i saw that i did yeah so uh so hello world i'm on tiktok now so looking for followers likes and all that stuff because uh i need your help to make me tiktok famous like i just i want to you know I want to reach the world with my voice. And so I'm trying any way I can to get out there. So it's kind of fun. It's a little addictive on, on how you can make the videos. They're super easy to make. They're, they're pain in the butt to try to learn, but, but once you learn a couple of tricks, they're not, they're not too bad to make them look relatively snazzy. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Yeah. I'm happy that you're on TikTok. I haven't done my daily, like, uh, I've looked at it a couple times, but I haven't done my like, okay, I'm going to sit and look at my my comments and my likes and my check out my friends pages and all that. But I did see yours on Facebook. Yeah, I, I shared it to Facebook. Yeah. I've been sharing it to, to other social media because I don't have followers on TikTok yet. So um, I don't know that I will always share all of my TikTok videos all over the place, but um, I don't know why I wouldn't. I mean, we'll see. Well, sometimes, you know, I don't know. Well, sometimes you might just want to 
I don't know. Okay, well, that's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna play around with that idea. So, anyway, uh -huh. so yeah, so uh, what you want to talk about today? You want to go first? You want me to go first? What, what you thinking? I don't know. I was thinking about, um, I don't know, maybe getting, let's do mine first. Um, All right. I was th thinking about uh, how, how to handle rejection. Because mm. as I was telling you earlier, uh, I had uh, made a resolution kind of basically, not officially, that I was not going to enter anymore or apply for any more comedy festivals because sometimes, you know, I think I remember one day, like in, within the last couple of years that I got like two rejections within a week. And it's just like, it's so hurtful and soul crushing sometimes. And I'm just like, yeah. you know what, they're not they're not really going to do that much for me anyway. I'm just not going to do it anymore. But then I, there's a couple of them that I've seen that I just thought, I really want to do that. Mm -hmm. So uh, I decided that I'm going to apply to the ones that I really want. Maybe the one or two that I've applied every year that has rejected me over and over and over again, I'm going to give up on, you know. That's fair. Uh, but I thought I'm not going to just give up because... Well, that's not the kind of person I am, but yeah. I, but I also thought I've also got to figure out how to not take the rejection so hard, because as you yeah. know, I'm I'm a really sensitive person, mm -hmm. and so being in a profession that is so built on competition and you know there's so much cutthroat stuff that goes on. I thought, well, I need to, I need to look into like, what can I do to be able to handle the rejection? Right. Not that I'm planning on getting rejected, but you know, there's only so many spots. So let's get yeah. realistic. Well, you I know. Like you want to say something. There you go. No, I was just, I was just thinking through that. Cause I know when like from a sales background, they talk about, you know, you need to go through 25 no's before you get to a yes. And there's that idea that if you can see that rejection as getting you closer to the yes. That's that's one way that I've heard. I, I it's something that's not easy for me either. So it's mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, well, I, and, I found I found an article. Okay. And there there was one thing that I found. Well, there was more than one thing, but one thing I found in it that was really valuable. Well, it's like I thought my first reaction, like when I re am rejected for something, I mean, this isn't necessarily just career. It could be a, well, for me, it couldn't be, but it, for somebody else, it could be like a breakup or, you know, right. dating or a friend rejection. And my first reaction is to, um, you know, want to go complain to somebody about it and uh, lament about it, Right. And uh, in this article, it was like, you know, well, first of all, they were saying that rejection is uh, is kind of a primal thing. Like, it's kind of like being the feeling of being kicked out of the group, you know. And so that, that that's a, a really primal response to be hurt by rejection. Yeah. Uh, but they said before you do like all the, you know, like I need, you know, like I need to process this. Well, sure, we all need to. But. First, do some self-care, like just like remove yourself from the situation in front of the computer or wherever, you know, and go yeah. 
for a walk or a ride or a bath or a whatever. Just go do something that's taking care of your actual physical body. Mm -hmm. uh, listen to music, you know, something that makes you feel good and makes you calm down. Then you can uh, process. And I thought, you know what? I've never done it that way before. Yeah, and, and I think I that's a good idea. Myself. Yeah, it takes you physically out of the state of mind or the, the situation you're in, which will help you kind of ease your state of mind before you come back to have that. that yeah, because then you'll be a little bit more rational than when you sit yeah. down to assess. Because, uh, I mean, I do fly off the, I don't say fly off the handle, but, I mean, you, you, you're my person that I complain to. Sorry, you know. <laughs> You and okay, so you you get that first reaction of mine where I'm either really hurt or really upset or really yeah. whatever, you know, and maybe if I just uh, walk away first before I do that, it will help. Mm -hmm. um, but they say, you know, like, like, uh, like maybe journal it first and just to pay attention to like what emotions that you're feeling. And yeah. what what actual things are causing those emotions? Like, uh, like I'm feeling. Um, well, I don't want to say rejected. Of course, you're feeling rejected. You got, but there, to me, there's like that feeling of like no nobody nobody likes me. That's how I take it. Nobody yeah. likes me. Everybody hates me. And it's really hard, I think, when you are journaling and when you're having that conversation, to pay attention to the words that you're using that are qualifying things where it's no one then it's like well wait people like you so right. is that fair to say or um yeah i actually had a similar conversation with my client yesterday about how we're paying attention to what how we're wording things because i was talking mm -hmm. about the idea that if if we're not good at something we can't say i'm not good at this it's we have to change the, the conversation we're having and say i'm i'm developing the skills to be proficient or to be really good at, at XYZ, whatever you're working on. It's like, mm -hmm. if you don't feel like you're a good comedian, say, you know what? I am working my comedy muscles and I am developing that part of my, my skill set. And as he was writing down, he started to write the word, you know, I'm still working on this. And I was like, no, don't put the word still because now you're quality, you're, you're like putting yourself down by saying that you're, don't put anything that qualifies it. Just, you know, say that. And then, and then when you do find yourself saying, I'm not good at this, and because we're going to go to our old mindset quite a bit. But after you've said the word, the sentence, just add the word yet. I'm not good at this yet. I'm not, you know, I didn't get accepted yet. And that way, when you slip into that space where you, when you, where you say the old sentence that we're trying not to say, if you're like, oh, wait, I can repair it if I just add that word yet. Right. I'm not a millionaire yet. Uh, and, and I have to do that a lot too. But, but I like that idea of you were saying about journaling it because then you can physically see what you're saying to yourself and what words you're using. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's best, I think, to do all this. They were suggesting you do all this before you go call your person that you vent to. Okay. So you've kind of already done somewhat of the, the processing of the situation and, uh, you know, really pinpointed what exactly it is that hurts about this. And then, and then, like you were saying, words matter. That the next thing uh, is to really work on your self affirmations. Okay. Whatever yeah. they are, you know. And just to spend time with people who do care about you, who do value you. Um, and I, I think it's important to have 
these plans or rituals? Because there's that fine line, like you said, you don't want to manifest a rejection by preparing for a rejection, but you need that toolkit kind of there ready to go. Right. So you've kind of like, oh, I, I know what to do in this situation. I'm going to do these things so that you're not swimming and making the choice in the moment when you're in your worst thinking. Right. Well, I'm also getting ready to, it's like time of year to start planning your like summer shows. And I, yeah. you know, I do want to take a couple little trips. So I, I, I need to reach out to some people and I notice I've been putting it off. Mm. Like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. So um, part of that is tied up into this. Um, but then they did say that, you know, like I was saying that, you know, once you get to that point, then spend time with people that you love and that care about you. But they were also saying that even if you can't do that, mm -hmm. that even if you just have a picture of them, like you and this person having a good time together to revive a memory, that that also yeah. does the same thing, you know, as far as the response in your body that um, looking at a yeah. picture or thinking about them. Yeah, I, I was surprised when I learned that, that that your body physically feels the same way with a memory as it does with mm -hmm. um, with the actual event. So it doesn't know the difference. It feels like you're reliving it. So you get the same endorphins and all that kind of stuff for right. whatever the feel goods are. And then, you know, like, of course, like take care of yourself and that kind of stuff. But uh, sorry to interrupt you there. But one thing is like, don't, don't let rejection stop you. Mm -hmm. And that's where, like, I like I could pat myself on the back that uh, I decided not to let the rejection stop me. And also, mm -hmm. just exactly. you know, now from here on out, it's like, well, what can I learn from this situation? Like, yeah. one thing I've learned, one thing mm -hmm. I've learned is that I need a new freaking submission video. Ah. Uh. And when you're a comedian, like getting one where where the angle is right, the sound is right, and the audience is right. That's the right length of time. Like, it's difficult. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. So that, you know, that's something that I can say, well, it might not just be me. It might just be my video, actually. Because I would think, like, how could anybody who's seen me perform live not want me right. on their show? Yeah. Well, yeah. and that, that is the thing, because there is the art of saying, okay, Yes, I'm getting these rejections. What else can I do to make to eliminate the chance that I'll have a rejection? And maybe it's a better quality video. Maybe it's following up sometimes with the the people beforehand so that they have an introduction. Because like I, that's what I run into with when I quote gigs is if I call and follow up and don't just send the quote over, uh, then I have a better chance of actually booking a gig. But call and follow up. I will also, when you were talking about not letting rejection stop you, I, I thought about something that I was thinking about earlier when you were talking about festivals earlier today, because, you know, it's really simple if you don't want to have rejections to just not send in a submission. But right. you know, that's the safe route. And then you never have any of those successes that you're going for either. If we could We could not get booked. We could never sell a product. We could never go on a date if we just never asked for it. And right. we're going to feel very safe and justified that we never get turned down, but then we're not going to have any of the fun or any of the benefits or any success that we want. And so we have to see this as part of the success is the rejection. Like this is 
it's it's all part of the package. There's no success without being told no. Well, there are a lot of comedians that say, oh, like festivals suck and that's not one of the good ones anyway. And, you know, this and that. And there's a certain amount of that that's true is that you have to be really careful about uh, which festivals you apply to. And this is not like general information, but yeah. the point being is that, yeah, it's easy to sit there and just say, oh, that's not a good festival. I would never apply. You know, OK, you don't have to make yourself vulnerable that way. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So. and that's the thing is that i think that there is importance to being selective on where you're gonna uh, put yourself out there like you know if it's not something you really want to do then don't don't put yourself in the situation for that because you also could get accepted and be like oh shoot i i don't even want to go to that one now i've got to fly there or whatever you know right uh, so you got to be careful to be purposeful in that yeah so I, i'm like i'm checking you know, the date when they are and like where, like one came up today that they were talking about, it's in Vegas. Of course, I'm going to apply for that one because. Of course. Which I also heard Vegas is removing its mask mandates. Mm. So when uh, Carol and I go in April, we can wear lipstick and people will see it. Nice. So Damn, I could, I could go do my mustache and it wouldn't yeah, get messed see, up. Yeah, I think you need to go with us. Ah, I just got to get one or two more gigs and I can make that happen. So, yeah, that's all I had. But um, I feel I better it. just now that I like looked into a little bit and like, okay, I've got like some tools in my toolbox. So mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to need them because I'm going to get all acceptance letters. But, you know. Yeah. I, I also think too, it's important to pace ourselves and, you know, like, sometimes it's like oh i'm going to send out 20 things right now and it's like no you know what let's send out a couple this week one or two next you know like mm -hmm. figure out uh you know or prioritize okay here's the 10 of them and you looked up all the dates i'm going to be done but be like, okay well this is the one i really want to make sure i do the vegas one and then i'll see what the next most important one or next best fit right i i do see that we have a comment but for some reason i can't read it so well thank you for your comment Yes, thank we you. We appreciate that. Wherever you are, we will answer it later when we can see it. Yes, we will. All right, what do you uh, want to talk about? I wanted to talk about uh, really how to really get your mindset in the right space that you don't waste resources. Uh, for me right now, I've got a lot of headspace around that, particularly with time, because I have kind of set things up so I've got a little bit more time to work on my business right now. and. I don't want to end up doing things where I let lose track of time, you know? So one of the things I'm working on is going back, kind of taking my own advice of having my time budget set up where I'm like, okay, I have 168 hours per week. How much is going to get dedicated to each slot of time and, and be really uh, diligent in the fact that, okay, if I'm, like with my business is interesting because there are things that get scheduled for me. There are client meetings, there are things like that. There are some networking things that I'm part of, but those aren't that time where I'm sitting down writing, sitting down working on marketing. And that's what I really want to get some specific time set aside to so I can get back to getting my podcast episodes out there and produced and get another book written and do some blogging, all these things that are very important. And meanwhile, I'm making TikTok videos. <laughs> right. So, um, so one of the things that I'm doing is, 
because what's hard for me is my, my week has a lot of variability in it. So I can't say, it's hard for me to say every Tuesday at this time, this is my block of time. So what I'm doing now is instead of trying to find that big block of uninterrupted time that's just impossible to track down, I'm looking each week at which days I can come up with two hour blocks that I can dedicate to those things. And some days I might get them back to back where I have four hours, but sometimes it might be, you know, three or four different days where I have two, two hours each. And that way I can spend time moving things forward because things don't just move forward if you don't purposefully have a plan and create a strategy to make it happen. So. Right. As much as we wish, it was easier than that. Mm-hmm. And, and you know how that is because you have full-time job, you have family to take care of, you have social life and this whole, you know, life as a comedian. And so there's times where it's like, how am I going to get all this done? Mm-hmm. Well, have you had any, um, you don't have an article for, for me, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. come on, I need your advice. No. Um, well, I'm lucky because my job, I only work six hours a day. Mm. So yeah. I'm home every day at like 210 or something like that. Mm -hmm. So pretty much always have a couple hours in the afternoon to do whatever I want with. Whether yeah. I use them wisely or not is not, you know, so I mean, I'm not really juggling time. It's just I, it's the discipline. And I guess it really just goes with like, how bad do I want something? That's you true. Know? Yeah. Like if I'm, I know I'm going to Vegas and I know I want to uh, put out some feelers of like, can anybody book me when I'm there in April? Um, but I noticed that I'm kind of, uh, What, what do you call it? Like, I'm, I'm hesitating. To say a little gun shy, a little hesitant on. Just because like the last couple times, you know, I've gotten like, I've gotten like one show and I'm there for yeah. like four or five days. And so yeah. when I, you know, when I went to, um, I keep starting to reach out to Austin because Austin was so good and welcoming to me. But it's yeah. like, I don't even have a trip to Austin planned, like why don't you i keep telling myself why don't you go for the one that you know you have and it's yeah. because like it, it's not as easy yeah so, <laughs> that's what i struggle with which has to do with like my rejection i'm a little bit so yeah that's how my time is like oh if it's too hard maybe i don't want to do it mm -hmm. well i think it's hard too because you do need to have downtime you do need to relax because otherwise you will get burnt out so there does need to be a balance and Two things that I've done that I have found to be helpful lately is on on days when I know that I'm going to need to kind of catch up on relaxing, I will put, you know, rest and recharge or rest and relax on my to-do list. And sometimes mm -hmm. that's the only thing on there. And it kind of gives me permission to do that. And I can then see that as being part of being productive. It's like, oh, this downtime is setting me up for a, for, for a busy week. And it's not just me being lazy. Because if I if I don't plan it, then I end up having guilt attached to it. And so I don't actually get the rest out of it because mm -hmm. there's stress there. Uh, the other thing we... that... <laughs> uh -oh. Do that to ourselves. I feel guilty for resting. It's ridiculous. Yeah. No, that's exactly true. The other thing that I've started 
reframing in my conversation with myself, kind of like we were talking about with, with rejection and reframing things, is that I'm really looking at the things that I need to do for my business. And I just said need, and I'm trying to not say need, but I, I've, I've looked at things where I say, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. Like I, in order to get to where I want, these are all things I need to do. I'm trying to reword that and use the word choice that I'm choosing to do these things because then it doesn't become so daunting and it doesn't become this, Chore. oh my gosh, this is this huge workload and it, do I really want this? But it's like, no, you know what? I'm choosing to focus on podcasting right now and get episodes out there. I'm choosing to focus on blogging because that's where I want to have a presence right now. And then it it makes it more freeing and a lot more fun and it takes some of that stress out of it too, because anything that I do for my business, I could choose to not do and not have the rewards that go with doing them. My eye is twitching, like really. Oh. Really severely twitching. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, when I used to sell Mary Kay, yeah. um, one of the things that we did every week was like, set out a calendar every single week and like where you know we block out like our work time and then block out our you know different things and then like purposely like okay I'm going to make phone calls on this day at this time you know ah yeah that that helped me a lot mm -hmm. but I don't like to like micromanage myself that much I'm too but I but, but it's because I'm I have a tendency towards laziness, let's just say. Now, people think that's well, funny because I'm always seem like I'm always going, but yeah, I'm. I I also feel like I have a tendency towards a lot of spontaneity, and so I have to protect myself from that by making sure that I'm not spontaneous unless I got a certain amount of tasks done. And so uh, now, what I've started doing is like having kind of that list of these are the critical things that have to get done before I start my or before I go out into the day and make sure that those get done right away first thing. And then sometimes I could do more things in those categories or something might come up and be like, oh, I'm going to go do this. But. I was just thinking how different this show would be if we talked like we like we always talk like I mean we talk like this a lot when it's just you and me but yeah but there's also a whole bunch of shit talk that goes along with it that we're not doing <laughs> so we don't, we're not always doing that much shit talking okay <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know now we have certain targets that we like to talk about and that's fine they deserve it whoever they are well, like you said, it's it's a cutthroat industry, and comedy is interesting because it is um, um, it is very uh, it's very, you know there's a lot of clicks, there's a lot of people who who give each other opportunities, which is really not any different than the rest of the business world, and it, it just it's feels more obvious sometimes because it's because it seems like it's all separate businesses so it should be like oh how come I can't get on this or they're gone on that it's always the same people on the same shows and you, you kind of see oh they're producing a show it's going to be the same you know six people yeah but same. uh but yeah that's just you know you get your allies and you get your your people that you partner well with and that you vibe well with and there's there's pieces of that that are just natural human behavior and then there's pieces where it's right. like it's like well I guess I just don't like me 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like them either. <laughs> That's true. I know. I, I came to some really strong realizations just this week that certain people that I have really uh, wanted approval from strongly yeah. craved. Uh, I don't like them. Mm. So why was I caring what they think of me? Yeah, that's a that's a quite a realization. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, sometimes people are in positions of power, and yeah, you know, you have to do the thing. But then sometimes, yeah, well, that's a whole that's a whole nother story. Yeah, but it does kind of tie into that rejection thing of we need to be kind of like when you talk about the festivals that are less desirable than others. We need to be aware of where we're seeking approval. And be like, okay, why am I looking for it here? And and is it worth, is that a worthy thing for me to spend my time and energy and emotion on? It kind of reminds me of when uh, somebody's like in a bad relationship, right? And then you'll ask Ah. them, like, why are you, uh, why are you with him? Because I love him. And I remember this really helped me end my relationship with my ex. I remember Dr. Phil saying, okay. So tell me what's so lovable about him. He said this to like a woman. Mm -hmm. And when I realized that I, I didn't really have a list. I couldn't really say anything that was really lovable about him, except he was good in bed. And I thought he was handsome. Well, so what, you know? Yeah. So anyway, like, uh, it's kind of the same situation. It's also about like, who do you surround yourself with? You mm-hmm. surround yourself with people that lift you up in all yeah. circumstances. So Right. Yeah, because if you're constantly begging for attention from people, and I used to be that guy where it was like I was trying to get into the crowd or get people that I looked up to to give me props or pay attention. And it's exhausting for one thing. And it's it's constant like little bits of rejection where it's like I didn't get the compliment. I didn't get to sit at the table with them. I didn't get the second look. They, you know, whatever it is. There's just this, at some point you're like, why? Like, why am I putting myself in a situation to be let down when there are people right across the aisle or right around the corner or in the next room over that are asking me to come sit with them or that enjoy my company? Right. Now, like, of course, you in business, you can't always only work for people that you really like. Sometimes you're going to work we don't like that much but yeah you're exactly right and it's something that chris zapata says a lot is um you know instead of worrying about like why did that guy get this instead of me just know that uh because it wasn't your path your path is somewhere else you got to find your own path and Mm -hmm. i really like been using that a lot in my head lately so thanks for that chris um yeah yeah very good that's solid yeah. And that's the thing is I see this a lot where even with, with my business and stuff where I think, oh, I see the, I see someone doing this. I should go do that. And I see someone else doing this. I should go do that. But it's not my path. And and I get on the path and they've already had the rewards of being on the path ahead of time. And now I'm coming up behind. So but I could go blaze a different path and be ahead of other right. people or be ahead of that person in a different way. And that's we need to be able to look for that and, and realize that that's OK. Right. Well, and that's all part of owning your awkward, right? It is part of owning your awkward. And sometimes I have to own my own awkward. And 
Well, I love having you on TikTok because to see you doing like a goofy dance today, I like went past that and I was like, oh my God, Andy's perfect for TikTok because he'll do these, sorry, <laughs> stupid things that I they can't do, you know, oh, but I mean, but they're funny, you know, so uh, I got a lot of play for my Sex in the City thing. So I'm like thinking, okay, it's those kind of skits I can do. Oh, I'm going to mm -hmm. work on some, but and you it seems like that. it's, you know, when I was trying to figure out what I was going to post first and I, I was talking to Emily, you know, she's 24. So prime age right, for like learning right. from on this stuff. Did you and call I was her like, a I'm, prime, I'm mate? prime age for this kind of stuff. <laughs> anyway, but she, uh, but she just like me said, so she's a primate. No, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> but, but I just kept saying like, oh, I think I'm trying to figure out for my first couple of videos, this or this or this. And she just, she just looked at me. She's like, I just think you need to not think about it so hard and just put something out there. Right. And I noticed that the videos that seem to get a lot of play or that, that at least that I see, they're like 15 seconds long. They're, they're stupid and silly and they're really about nothing. And that was like, I did that mustache one. I'm like, when you wake up with a bed stash, you know, mm -hmm. and like, it's just one sentence, 15 second clip. And it's not a, a whole thing. And so uh, you're not making an Academy Award winning movie. It's just like for fun or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And if if it gets some play, great. And I'm just going to keep practicing around with I'm trying to do different styles of videos, different times just to practice different features and uh -huh. filters right now. And I want to get a good like 12, 12 to 20 videos in there. So if people like if I have one that hits a big and someone like finds me that there's at least, you know, something so stuff, yeah that's one yeah. thing i learned at uh burbank comedy festival when i did that festival is mm -hmm. uh the one thing they talked i took a class about like social media or making videos or whatever and they were like don't overthink it don't worry about it just start making stuff because you'll get better as you go along and then yeah. at some point if you want to go back and delete the early ones you can but you know, you're not going to learn until you're doing it. So, yeah. And then you've got the history. Yeah. Well, great. Yeah. Well, I love it. I'm looking forward to where we're going to go this year. I Projections know. and all. I really have a feeling like there's big things coming. There are. I, I, I really it. think there are. And I'm really excited for this weekend. It's going to be a fun one. Well, it is going to be call it this weekend. It's Sunday and Monday, but it's, you know. Yeah. It's, it's yeah this 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 upcoming little bit here and look forward to seeing all of you there don't forget two chances nate jackson's at eight o'clock on sunday after the super bowl you can come to the show you can come to super bowl first or just come to the show and 7 30 at odd otter so um if you need tickets for either one go to sherryhardman.com uh, you can get the tickets on there or it will direct you to where you need to go so yeah. you don't have to go and if you're watching this on facebook Follow Bubble Wrap Comedy and you'll never miss any of the shows that are coming up. That's true. That is true. All right. Well, I think my husband went to go get dinner. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm going to well, go grab a snack myself. Because we're, we're old and it's 445, so. Okay. Must be dinner, dinner time. time. All right. Well, uh, I'll see you Sunday. I will see you then. All right. Bye, everybody. Cheers. It won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did my computer freeze? It's been a pleasure, Sherry. There we go. <laughs>